Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. We thank the Lord so much for this evening. Wherever you are, you if you've just joined us, I want you to begin to thank the Lord. I want you to begin to pray and thank the Lord so much for this evening. Begin to pray and thank God for tonight. Thank God wherever you are. Thank God for the gift of life. In the name of Jesus, let's begin to pray and thank God for the gift of life. Begin to pray and thank God for the gift of life. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Le Barababa, Barabashando, Robo Shandala Balaba, Yindala Baba Baba Baba, Rama Mayanda, Ikaba, Balalalalo, Shandala Balaba, Rabba Baba Baba, Mandala Balaba, Imbalalalaba, Sundele Beliandele Bacapari and Daraba, Rabba Baba Yandara Baraba Yandaraba, Andimalalalaba, Zundara Mamandorobo, Shandala Balabalaba. Imala balaba yandala balaba riyandele bababa Embakatala balaba shandala balaba Olalaba shandele bantala balaba riyandele baba Father we thank you, we give you glory Lord we thank you, we give you praise Lord we thank you, we give you honor We adore you, O Lord, we worship you, Lord We give you glory and praise, O Lord Thank you, Jesus, thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord Rabba baba basanda bara baro sindele bikapa kada bala bali baba bara basindele baba bari andele bikapa ndala ba mandala baba mandala babo rabba baba ayandala baba rabba basanda bala 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 Father we thank you we give you glory we give you praise and honor Lord we thank you for your gift of life thank you for grace thank you for your mercy thank you Lord thank you Lord Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We pray in the name of Jesus. Have your way tonight. Have your way tonight. Have your way tonight, O God. Have your way tonight in the name of Jesus. Have your way tonight. Have your way, O Lord. Have your way, O God. Have your way, O Lord. Have your way, O God. Have your way, O God. In the name of Jesus, have your way, O Lord. Have your way, O Lord. Have your way in the name of Jesus. Have your way, O God. We thank you tonight. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. Makade Baladosha Talabalabanda Rima Mandala Barundo Boshagada Bahando Malonde Le Barunde Masonde Barianda Malabalianda Makatara Balaba Vienda Bilianda Balabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabal
in another special way god should talk to you tonight in a very special way may the lord speak to you tonight in a very special way you want to pray right now begin to pray that god will speak to you tonight in a very special way may god speak to you in a very special way in the name of jesus mama manda lindele baba balanda laba arindele baba shindala balabalaba thank you holy spirit in jesus mighty name lord we thank you lord we give you glory in jesus name father in the name of jesus we thank you tonight we are very grateful for your mercy thank you for your love thank you for your compassion and for the many things you do in our life thank you for the blood that you shed on the cross we are grateful lord that in such a time as this you have gathered us together to even share your word and to discuss issues that relate to our faith as we begin we pray that you begin with us and give somebody a word give somebody a message at the end of the day we will have every cause to give you glory thank you lord in jesus mighty name we pray amen all right god bless you so much for coming on board thank you so much last two weeks we started talking about uh, last week we started talking about faith before christ and we we we, we talked about what faith is and and on on monday we also spoke about um we spoke about faith again the dimensions of faith and tonight i want to talk to you briefly about the next topic for our faith series entitled understanding the promises of god 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 all right so wherever you are you want to turn with me to the book of galatians chapter 3 galatians chapter 3 you want to turn with me to galatians chapter 3 we will do some quick readings and uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see where the lord will take us so let us read from verse number seven verse number seven and seven to nine galatians chapter three verse seven to nine understand then that those who have faith are children of abraham the scripture foresaw that abraham that god would justify the gentiles by faith and announced the gospel in advance to Abraham. All nations will be blessed through you, so those who rely on faith are blessed along with Abraham, the man of faith. I want you to take note of verse 8 and then verse number 9. He said that scripture foresaw that God would justify the Gentiles by faith. The Gentiles by faith. And announced the gospel in advance to Abraham. All nations will be blessed through you. So those who rely on faith are blessed along with Abraham, the man of faith. Let's jump to verse number 15 and read that once. Galatians 3.15 Brothers and sisters, 
let me take an example from everyday life just as no one no one can set aside or add to a human covenant that has been duly established so it is in this case the promises were spoken to abraham and to his seed scripture does not say and to seeds meaning many people but and to your seed meaning one person who is christ who is christ verse 17 what i mean is this the law introduced 430 years later does not set aside the covenant previously established by god and thus do away with the promise for if the inheritance depends on the law then it no longer depends on the promise but god in his grace gave it to abraham through a promise god in his grace gave it to abraham through his promise through a promise god gave it to abraham through a promise let's look at verse 21 okay let's continue reading verse 19 why then was the law given at all it was added because of transgressions until the seed to whom the promise referred had come the seed to whom the promise referred had come the law was given through angels and trusted to a mediator a mediator however implies more than one party but god is one is the law therefore opposed to the promises of god absolutely not for if a law had been given that could impart life then righteousness would certainly have come by the law but scripture has locked up everything under the control of sin so that what was promised being given through faith in jesus christ might be given to those who believe please underline verse 22 or highlight verse 22 verse 22 it says that but scripture has locked up everything under the control of sin so that what was promised being given through faith in jesus christ might be given to those who believe might be those who believe might be given to those who believe let's jump finally to verse 29 okay let me see from 26 to 29 26 and 29 so in christ jesus you are all children of god through faith so in christ jesus you are all children of god through faith 29 if you believe if you belong to christ then you are abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise if you belong to christ then you are abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise our main scripture today is galatians 3 22 the main text we are using for this teaching or series is galatians chapter 3 verse 22 where we have underlined or highlighted but scripture has locked up everything under the control of sin so that what was promised being given through faith in christ jesus might be given to those who believe somebody shout amen all right so this is a very powerful scripture um 
before we continue i want to say that we are also live on facebook and we are also on zoom at the same time and um, i want to send a special greetings to mr um gordon Ede, who is listening jacenta stevens is listening my own father pastor dexter and the family are listening god bless you um, Pastor Enoch Amwa, Alex Homeku, Akosia Megbella, Andy Bafo Sapon, Winnie Fred Adepa. God bless you all for coming on board. We are live and we want to just acknowledge them. All right. So, this scripture we just read, Galatians 3 22, it says that so that what was promised might be given through faith in Jesus Christ. So that what was promised, being given through faith in Jesus Christ, might be given to those who believe. So, this story makes me remember a story that Jesus said. That a friend had a friend who also had a friend. And in the middle of the night, this friend who had a friend, this friend went to a friend. Okay, so a friend had a friend who also had a friend. Now, this friend went in the middle of the night to a friend and asked for bread and it was in the middle of the night and when he went it was a wrong timing of course it was a, a wrong time and the guy was deeply asleep and he could not he, he had actually decided not to wake up but be, because he 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 felt that this one is a friend let me he said no let me just see if i can help so he opens up his gate and the friend tells him that please i i have had a visitor and i need some bread i need something to you know welcome them and the friend told him unfortunately i don't have but let me also talk to my friend maybe that friend would have some bread and i'll give it to you so this friend now goes to another friend his friend and tells him that a friend has come to him to ask for bread and he requested and unfortunately for him he got it and he so you see this friend bringing the bread to the first friend who requested for it okay that is how i see the scripture where we read galatians 3 22 it says that there was a promise that was given to abraham and the promise was given to abraham and and the Bible said that the promise was now also given to the seed of Abraham. And the Bible says in Galatians chapter 3 that the seed of Abraham, he was talking to in verse 16, that the promises that were made to Abraham were not to his seeds, as in plural, as in many people, but it was to his seed, meaning one person, who is Christ. So we come to understand that the promise was given to abraham and the same promise was now given to the seed who is jesus christ and the third person is that he says that and 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 the promise was given to abraham now given to jesus christ and it's given to all those who believe and so we have the three dimension of the promise given to us. The first level is that the promises were made to Abraham. And after the promises were made to Abraham, the second one was that the promise was now made to Abraham and to his seed. And Galatians 3.16 tells us that the seed of Abraham was not referring to Isaac 
neither was it referring to Ishmael, but the seed of Abraham was referring to the seed who is Christ, one person who is Christ. And the Bible says that that the same promise was also given to all those who believe. So we see a three dimension of the promises given. So it means that every blessing that was given to Abraham automatically, if you become a believer through faith in Jesus Christ, you are qualified for that blessing. Every blessing you see about Abraham is yours. Now, every blessing, it, when, when we talk about blessing, we are talking about all the good health Abraham enjoyed, the good name Abraham enjoyed, the protection he had, the good health he had, the wealth he had, and every other promise. One of the key promises God told Abraham was that you are going to inherit the earth. In other words you are going to be the heir of the whole world the whole world will be given to you you are going to become the father of all nations and that was the key covenant or promise that god gave to abraham and the bible says that this same promise was not given to abraham alone but this promise was also given to jesus christ and it was not given to jesus christ alone but it was also given to all those who will believe in him who will believe in Jesus Christ? So it means that if you are listening to me and you have not accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, then you are disqualified from, from receiving the promises of God. But if you have given your life to Jesus Christ and you have become a born-again person, then it means that by your faith in Jesus Christ, you have become a, a, a qualified candidate for all the promises of God that were given to Abraham and that were given to Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Are you, are you with me, somebody? So this is the first introduction I want you to understand that by your faith in Christ, you are positioned and qualified to receive every single promise that God gave to Abraham every single promise so now i am talking to you about understanding the promises of god when we say a promise what does it mean a promise according to miriam webster's definition dictionary it says that a promise is refers to a legally binding declaration a legally binding declaration that gives the person to whom it is made a right to expect or claim the performance or forbearance of a specified act. I repeat, a promise refers to a legally binding declaration, a legally binding declaration that gives the person to whom it is made a right to expect or claim the performance or forbearance of a specified act a promise is the is the is the legally binding declaration the legally binding declaration legally binding declaration that gives the person to whom it is made the right to expect and the right to claim the performance of that legally binding declaration or the forbearance of that legally binding declaration of a specified act. Or 
Promises also refer to offering good grounds for expectation. When you offer somebody a very good grounds for expectation, then what it means is that the promises are in place. Hallelujah. That is what we mean by a promise. So this time we are talking about the promises of God. So we are referring to all the, the legally binding declarations God has made to us. All the legally binding declarations God made to Abraham. And all the legally binding declarations God made to Jesus Christ. And that declaration has given them and given us also who have believed in him. All the legally binding declarations that God has given to us through Jesus Christ and that were given also to Abraham. All these declarations that has given us the right to expect something from God has given us the right to expect the performance of God concerning that specified act. It has given us a very good grounds to expect something from God. So that is what we mean by the promises of God. Now every blessing, every word, every blessing, everything God has said to Abraham, you are entitled to it. Now it is legally binding because you need to be an heir. You need to be somebody who has the legal right to inherit that promise. So, a person who has the legal right to inherit the money, the title, the property, or whatever that belongs, the inheritance that belongs to somebody, that person is called an heir. That person is called an heir. H-E-I-R. The person is called an heir. An heir is the person who has now the legal right, the legal right to inherit whatever property, whatever money, whatever title that the person has is entitled to. When you have that legal right to inherit it, of, of, of to inherit the money, the title, the property of another person who has died, whether tested or intested, then it means that you are an heir. So by you see, you cannot have the legal right until you are legally connected to the person who has died. You cannot have the legal right until you are legally binding or legally connected to the person to whom originally the promise belongs to so if somebody dies and the person even dies without uh, without without making a will then the law also allows the person or whatever property the person is to be given or to be shared according to certain criteria but when the person has given a criteria you 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 nobody from outside the family or outside the children or outside the marriage nobody from outside an external party cannot come and claim and claim ownership cannot come and claim performance of whatever will or inheritance because he has no part to to receive he has no part to play he has no part to claim anything so an external party who does not belong to a core family cannot come from outside and say that this property belongs to me or whatever or the money in the account belongs to me the person must be an heir the person must have a legal right to inherit that money that title or that property now for 
us, all the blessings God gave to Abraham, none of us belong to us. In fact, as a matter of fact, when God was blessing Abraham, you and I were not there. As a matter of fact, when God was blessing Abraham, Ghanaians were not Africans, were not there. God was dealing with a Jew who was in his own land. God called him out of his own people. And in Genesis chapter 12, chapter 15, and chapter 22, God called Abraham and told Abraham, I will make you a father of many of all nations and i'll make your seed great i'll make you great you will inherit all the earth now all the blessings that god gave abraham and even in the course of abraham's walk with god until he died at a very good old age all this period all the blessings abraham encountered in the in the course of the journey when god was giving it to abraham you and i were not there so in the first place we are not qualified to receive that blessing number two when these things were happening God, the Bible says in where we read Genesis chapter 3 verse 26, the Bible said that God foresaw, scripture foresaw, God foresaw that there are a group of people we call the Gentiles and these people had to also enjoy these promises. So in God's own goodness and in his own kindness and grace, he decided to bring in a seed he decided to bring in somebody through whom the promise will be made available to all those who will believe. And so God decided to bring, come in the form of a man. And he came in the form of Jesus Christ to the earth. So by law, Abraham's promises belong to Isaac. That is the law. Abraham's promises belong to Isaac. And, and even if Abraham wants to be merciful, then we can say Ishmael can also benefit from it. By law, Abraham's promises belong to Isaac. But the Bible says that the law itself was not enough. The law was not enough. The law was not enough to give us life. So the Bible said that God now decided to bring in somebody who now take who is the owner of the world if abraham was not even the owner of all the blessings and the property he had abraham was only given blessings he was not the owner of the blessing so god who is the owner of the world god who is the owner of all wealth all dominion all health all goodness all blessings god came in the form of a man in genesis in john chapter 1 he said, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God, and the Bible, and the word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, the glory as the only begotten of the Father, and that word was Jesus Christ. So you see, and he said that as many as received him, as many as believed in his name, to them he gave the right to become the sons of God. And we are talking about Jesus Christ here. So Jesus Christ, who is God, came in the form of man. And when he came in the form of man, what he did was that he is the owner. So when he came in the form of man, what he did was that now all the blessings he had given to Abraham, there somebody had to inherit that blessing. Because he came not only to come and save us, but Jesus also came so that every other blessing and the promises that were given before he came all together including the blessings he came with, 
altogether shall be given unto anyone who believes in him, who receives him, and who believes in his name as the Son of God. So Jesus Christ is the owner. It means that he is the one who has the right to even tell who is supposed to receive what promise or not. So when Jesus Christ came, Abraham was only walking in the blessings of Jesus. So when the owner himself came, he had to die for 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 an inheritance to be transferred for somebody who is an external party to 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 enjoy the blessings of 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 the owner there had to be some kind of arrangement there had to be some kind of arrangement and that arrangement is what jesus came to do his death on the cross was not just to save us but his death on the cross was supposed to do a transfer they were supposed to transfer every other promise and there was supposed to be an exchange every other promise and blessing that were given to abraham was supposed to come to anybody who through the death of jesus christ has come to believe in him as lord and that is the essence of christianity god has given us all the blessings but the blessings are in christ jesus Every promise of God outside of Christ is invalid. Can I repeat? Every blessing of God outside of Jesus Christ is invalid. All the blessings of God from creation till now and every other blessing God will ever give you are all centered in Jesus Christ. So in Jesus Christ, we have the fullness of the blessings and the fullness of the promises of God. Am I talking to somebody here? Am I talking? I'm, I'm just trying to build a point that in Christ Jesus, so now in Christ, we, we are all children of God through faith and not only children of God, but in verse 29 of Galatians 3, it says, if you belong to Christ, then you are Abraham's seed and you are heirs according to the promise. So every person listening to me, I came to tell you that you have been positioned by God to inherit all the blessings of God. Come on, I didn't hear amen in the house. I said you have been positioned by God to inherit all the promises of God. God has already positioned you to inherit all his blessings, all the blessings, all the promises that God gave Abraham and God gave Jesus Christ by his death. You have been qualified to receive the blessings of Abraham. Am I talking to somebody here? But you see, the question is this. If this is the situation, the question is this. You see, the 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 promises of God, where are they? Where are the promises of God? Where are the promises of God? The promises of God, where are they? You see, let me show you a few things. Let me just tell you something. God's promises, you see, in the past, God promised Abraham from creation. God promised even man. Genesis 1, 26 to 28. God told man that let us create man in our own image and let man have dominion. Let them have dominion over everything that was created. Let them have dominion over everything that is created. He says that let them be fruitful and may they multiply. 
Let them be, God blessed the man and said, be fruitful and increase in number. Multiply, fill the earth and subdue it. Rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky and over every living creature that moves on the ground. So you see, from creation, God has already promised you that you are supposed to be fruitful multiply increase in number by creation we have been qualified to these promises all these promises god has given us are we together from so and in in if you look read genesis chapter 8 verse 20 to 22 genesis 8 to 22 god gave promises to noah he said that seed time and harvest shall never cease after god had destroyed the the earth with water and flood the bible says that god said to no one that i will not destroy again the earth with flood with water and god said that as long as this covenant remain seed time and harvest shall never cease this is a promise god has given us seed time and harvest seed time and harvest remember that noah is a seed of abraham Hallelujah. Sorry, um, Abraham is the seed of Noah, but Noah inherited the blessings from Adam. God had given the blessing to man in, in Adam, and Noah inherited this blessing, and Abraham also inherited this blessing. So you see that seed time and harvest has been given unto man. That is why when Isaac, the seed of Abraham, also encountered hardship and famine, he remained in the land and sowed his seed. And that same seed was able to bear fruit, all because God had given a promise to Abraham. And that promise was being transferred to his seed. I pray for you that may your seed never die. So this is a promise God has given to us. The seed time and harvest shall never cease. What it means is that as long as you sow your seed, you will harvest. If you have not sown a seed, you don't expect any harvest. But uh, And this is a promise God has given us. So there are things you, you don't need to do 40 days, 40 days fasting and prayer. This is a principle and a promise that if you sow your seed, you will harvest. And this is in Genesis 8, 20 to 22. That if you sow your seed and the dimension to also walk in walk in the, 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 the level where we only enjoy the blessings and the promises of God. Am I talking to somebody here? So that is it. God promised Abraham and his descendants. Please, all the promises I am mentioning, God has given to Abraham. But because of our faith in Jesus Christ, we are now qualified to enjoy these blessings. God said to Abraham, I will make you a great nation. So it means that you are supposed to be a great nation. It is your inheritance. God said to Abraham that you will be blessed. And out of you, all nations will be blessed. So, blessings is our inheritance. He said, I will make your name great. You will become a blessing. Those who bless you are blessed. Those who curse you are cursed. It's in you, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. It means that if you are a child of God, one of the promises God has given us is that by your product, by your services, by your business, by your assignments, by your mission on this earth, your life is supposed to be a blessing to all the families of the earth. In you, all the families are to be blessed. That means this is a global grace, a global promise that whatever 
giftings you carry, whatever ministry you carry, you are supposed to touch lives, not only in your village or in your town, in your country, you are supposed to touch lives in your continent and all over the world. God said to Abraham in Genesis 15, I am your shield and your exceedingly great reward. It means that God, that is a promise God has given us. It means that God is your shield. Whilst people are using sanitizers and people are using uh, all kinds of things to shield themselves god is telling us that he himself is our shield he himself is our sanitizer hallelujah am i talking to somebody here he said i am your exceedingly great reward what does it mean god said that he himself is your reward he says that your god said to abraham your offspring shall be like the stars of the heaven oh my god and he said that you will die in peace god said abraham died in peace and he died at a good old age Oh my God, what a promise. You see, all the promises are gone. Now let us go deeper. The natural man, 1 Corinthians chapter 2. Let's read 1 Corinthians chapter 2 and let us go deeper now. Let us go deeper. 1 Corinthians chapter 2. I want to read from verse number, uh, let's say verse number 8. This is getting exciting. This thing is getting exciting. It's getting exciting here. The natural man cannot receive the things from God. I want to read from verse 12, maybe verse 9, verse 9, and then I'll read verse 12. He says, Eyes, what eyes have not seen, ears has not heard. And the things that human mind has not conceived. These are the things God has prepared for those who love him. So you see your promises now. You see the promises God has given you. He said, eyes have not seen, ears have not heard. And the things the human mind has not conceived. These are the things God has prepared for those who love him. And he said that these things are revealed to us by his spirit. We are going deep. These promises are revealed by his spirit. Oh, can I go deeper now? He said that what eyes, the promise, listen, the promises of God are such a way that they are not just ordinary things. He said these things are revealed. Anything that is revealed means that that thing is hidden. So you see, he says that the things are revealed only by his spirit. Now, when it goes deep down, when you read verse number 12, it says that for what we have received is not the spirit of the world, but we have received the spirit who is from God so that we may understand what God has freely given us. I am preaching on understanding the promises of God so that we may understand what God has freely given us. And the word, underline the word freely. All the promises of God are free. You see, when I say free, it doesn't mean it is entirely free. It is free to you who is receiving. But to the giver, it is not free. To the one you are who is receiving, every gift, every promise that comes to you, to the recipient, it is free. But to the giver, it is never free. It costs always the giver a great deal of sacrifice to always give out a gift. 
Whenever you go out and you receive a gift, it is free to you. But to the giver, it is not free. It costs the giver something. That is why God gave us these promises for free. But these promises were not really free. It was not free because it cost God Jesus Christ, the life of Jesus Christ. It cost his life so that you and I will receive freely. But he says it is not just we don't just receive it freely, we receive it according to the Holy Ghost revelation of the promises. It means that the promises of God, let us go down, let us go deep. Let's read verse number 13. Let's read verse number 13 and 14. Are we together? Let's read verse number 13 and 14. Let's read number 13 and 14. When you read the verse number 13 and 14, he said that this is what we speak, not in words, taught us by human wisdom. This is what we speak, not in words, taught us by human wisdom, but in words taught by the Spirit. Explaining spiritual realities with Spirit-taught words. Then verse 14 says, the person without the Spirit. The person without the spirit does not accept the things that come from the spirit of God. The person without the spirit does not accept the things that come from the spirit of God, but considers them foolishness and cannot understand them because they are discerned only through the spirit. I want to take it from the King James Version. I want to take it from the King James Version. Are we together? Are we together? Are we together? My God, my God, my God. Mandala Bashata. I read from the King James Version. Verse 13. He says that these things we speak, we are talking about the promises. These things we speak. He said that these things, we speak them not in man's wisdom. The promises of God are not taught in the wisdom according to the wisdom of man. The promises of God, he said that, but which the Holy Ghost teaches. It is, they are things that, you see, nobody can teach you the promises of God. It is only the Holy Spirit who can teach you the promises of God. Am I talking to somebody? No man can teach you the promises of God. It takes the Holy Ghost himself to teach you the, 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 the promises of God. Why am I saying this? Verse 14 says, But the natural man receives not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him. Neither can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. The natural man, you see, the promises of God are hidden. You see, let me say this. Let me just say this. Let me say this. The natural man can only assess stories and parables in the Bible. All the promises are in the Bible. All the promises of God are hidden in the Word. All the promises of God are in the Bible. The promise of long life is in the Bible. The promise of divine health, where you don't go to, you don't fall sick. It's in the Bible. It's in the Word. They are in the books. They are in the scriptures. The promises of divine healing, they are in the Word. The promise of long life is in the, is in the Word. 
The promise of long life is in the word. The promise of long life with prosperity is also another kind of promise. It's in the word. But you see, these promises, the Bible says that these promises, all of them are in the word. But if you are a natural man, you cannot assess these promises. The natural man can only receive stories. The, the Bible is made up of stories. But under the stories, beneath the stories are the revelation. I've already said that the promises of God are revelations. They are the mysteries behind the word. You see, when you pick the Bible, the Bible is made up of two things. The Bible is made up of knowledge and revelation. The Bible is made up of what we call knowledge and revelation. When you read the Bible, every story you have read about Abraham, it is knowledge. It is stories. It is a story. And that story is knowledge. It is giving you information. Knowledge gives us information. Every story you have read about, about Abraham is a story. And when you go to the New Testament, Jesus Christ even taught and taught and taught in parables. Every story Jesus gave is in, is in stories and knowledge. But beneath, beneath the knowledge is revelation. You see, the, the Bible is made up of letters, but under the letters, beneath the letters, is the spirit behind the letters. The Bible said the letter kills, but the spirit gives life. The letter kills and the spirit, but the spirit gives life. And Jesus said in John chapter 5 and John chapter 6 that the words I speak, they are spirit and they are life. You see, the Bible is made up of the letter and the spirit, the knowledge and the revelation, the, 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 the logos and the rhema. So if you only, if you are a natural man and you are looking for the promises of God, the natural man will only have access. When we say a natural man, we are talking to any ordinary human being, any ordinary person. If you are a natural man, you will only have access to knowledge, access to the logos, access to the letter. But if you really want the promises of God, which are which are hidden, then you need to move from the realm of being natural to the realm of being supernatural. If you want to enjoy the blessings of God, if you want to enjoy the blessings of God, if you want to enjoy the blessings of God, then you need to move from the natural realm because the Bible said the natural man does not receive the things of the spirit the natural man does not receive the promises of god the natural man does not receive the things of the spirit because they are spiritually discerned you see the promises of god are spiritually discerned so if you want to really benefit and enjoy the promises of god you need to start shifting your mind from the natural realm to the supernatural realm shift your mind from the logos realm to the rema realm shift your mind from the realm of knowledge to the realm of revelation so you see when uh, when you read the story of abraham it is just story but the story about abraham that you become great that is not it when you read that knowledge you need to go deeper and deeper until you tap until the roots of the word begin to work inside you begin to have access and tap into the the spirits behind the stories the revelation behind the knowledge until you have encounter with the revelation behind the knowledge you are not going to enjoy the promise 
I'm telling you, all that you will enjoy will be just stories and knowledge. But knowledge is not enough. You need to enter into, the Bible says the letter kills, but it is the spirit that gives life. Am I talking to somebody? It is the spirit that giveth life. It is the spirit that gives life. It is the spirit that gives life. So if you want to encounter the promise, you need to shift your realm from the natural realm to the spirit. It takes the spiritual man to assess mysteries. The Bible is made up of mysteries. The Bible is not just a story. It is not just a story. It is not just an answer story. It is not just uh, any ordinary story. The Bible is made up of mysteries. The Bible is made up of mysteries. It is full of revelation, but it takes a spiritual man to assess the mysteries. If you don't go deep, you don't assess. So, you see, the Bible can talk, for example, when the Bible says that you will have long life. When I read through the scripture, I saw that the long life comes by, the long life does not come by just exercising your body and working out and going to the gym. That is not long life. Long life, as a Christian, if you want to walk by promise, that when you read the Bible, the Bible has given us certain mysteries. You see, if you want to encounter the revelation, you can't also bypass the knowledge. If you want the revelation, you need to go through the knowledge. If you want the rhema, you need to go through the logos. So if you are somebody who does not like reading the Bible, you don't like studying the word. All that you live on is past stories and past knowledge. You will never be able to tap into the deeper promises of God. Listen, when I read the Bible in Ephesians chapter 6, I came to understand. I came to understand that, that if somebody wants to live long, one of the things the person must do is to honor his father and mother. Ephesians chapter 6. He said, honor your father and your mother. Honor your father and your mother. Honor your father and your mother. Children, obey your parents in the Lord. For this is right. Then he says that, honor thy father and thy mother. For this is the first commandment with the promise. Then he said that, what is the promise? That it may be well with you. And that you may live long on the earth. So you see, when it comes to living long on this earth, one of the things you need to do is to honor your father and your mother. Whether your father is whether your father take took care of you or not, whether your father is a Christian or or not, whether your father or your mother is a is a wicked person or not, whether they they are arm robbers or not, whether they are they have they took care of you in school or not, the Bible says honor thy father and mother. He didn't say, he said, anybody who is the father or honor him. And this one is not just talking about your spiritual father. 
He's talking about your biological father and mother. If in case you have lost your biological father or mother, then whoever plays the role of a, of a father or a mother figure in your life, honor the person. You see, if you honor what is automatic, the promise is that it will be well with you. So those of you who are struggling, those of us who are struggling in life, the reason why maybe you are struggling is because for a long time you have not honored honored your father or your mother. For, for many years, you have been gathering money and gathering investment. Are, when we say honor, honor is not just giving big money, giving big money. Somebody can give you millions of dollars, but the person will not honor you. The Bible says that children obey your parents. He said, not in the world, but in the Lord. Obey your parents in the Lord. For this is right. Honor thy father and mother. So, honor is a complete 360 degrees honor. It is not just giving money and being disobedient. Or doing one thing and leaving the other. Honor is honor. If you honor your father, it will be well with you. It is automatic. Then he said, if you honor your father and mother, it, you will live longer on this earth. It is automatic. So these are some of the promises God has given us. So you see, you, let me tell you something about the blessing of Abraham. One day, I was reading the scriptures in the book of Genesis. Then I came to realize that, I came to realize that, Abraham, you see, I've, I've said that the Bible said that through faith in Jesus Christ, all the blessings of Abraham are ours. So I now decided that if indeed it is true that the blessings of Abraham are mine, then I want to see, look at the life of Abraham and begin to look at some of the blessings Abraham enjoyed. Then I started looking through the scriptures. I started searching. Ladies and gentlemen, if you want to see promises, you don't see promises by sleeping. You see promises by searching. You see, you don't see promises by 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 just praying. You see promises by reading, by searching the scriptures, the word, the books. Go for the books, search the scriptures. That is when you see promises, and when it is, this is these are the things that releases faith. So I began to search the scripture, and as I was re reading the scripture, I came a point. I came across something. Then the Bible, says, I came across the scripture that said that Abraham died in peace. I said, Ah, Abraham died in peace. So it means that people can die in peace. Oh, it means that some people too do not die in peace. Ah, then I noted that one down. Then I read, kept on read, reading the Bible. Then I came to realize that he said that Abraham died at a good old age. I said, what? Good old age? So I looked at that thing. Then, I, ah, then the Spirit, the Holy Ghost said to me, son, what do you see there? Then I said, I see old age. He said, no, you are not seeing well. He said, look at it again. I said, old. I see old. Then, are you sure? Are you sure it is not young? He said, no, it is not young. It is old. I said, ah, open your eyes well, my son. Look at this thing well. I opened my eyes. And when I looked at the scripture, I could not see young age. What I saw was old age. I saw old age. Then I said, ah, if... Abraham died at an old age 
And Abraham's old age was not just an old. He said the Bible called it. In fact, God, the Bible qualified it as a good old age. So if Abraham died at a good old age, it means that by promise, I am supposed to enjoy good old age. I cannot die young. It is not prayer topic. It is, you see, as I was reading that thing, something jumped from the word into my spirit. My God. As I was reading that thing, something jumped out of the scriptures and that thing jumped and entered straight into my spirit i said uh -uh, what is happening to me i jumped out from my bed and i started rocking around in my room and i started declaring and shouting and saying and speaking to myself ah, i can't die young you see these things do not come by stories if you read the story just like that you will never enter into this promise i i caught it by revelation as i was meditating and meditating and meditating on the scriptures that thing jumped out of the word it came like force it came like fire and entered into my spirit I, because he said abraham died at, at at a good old age ah then i said if this is the case then it means in christ jesus oh my god premature death is not your portion am i talking to somebody if you are under the sound of my voice some of these things when we are speaking it somebody who is operating in the natural realm will say hey my son take your time what are you saying you say hey brother what are you saying this man is proud no this is not pride you see when a man catches revelation from the scripture the revelation upon declaration always seem like pride but listen to me this is not pride this is knowing your inheritance by scripture these promises are hidden i cannot die young it's not in matthew chapter 2 i cannot die young it's not in genesis chapter 3 these things come because i caught them by scripture they came by rima they came by revelation am i talking to somebody they came by revelation they came by revelation. So if you are under the sound of my voice, you see, this is the time I want to release you to go back and take the Bible, take the Holy Bible and begin to devour the word. This season of lockdown in Ghana, where we are asked not to go out, I decided to devour the Bible. I, re I have read the whole of the New Testament from Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, Acts, Romans, 1 Corinthians, 2 Corinthians. I have read up to the, the book of Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians, Colossians, 1 Thessalonians, 2 Thessalonians, 1 and 2 Timothy, Titus, Philemon, Hebrews, James, 1 and 2 Peter, 1 and 2 John, Jude, and Rev. I have read from cover Matthew to Revelation and I have just begun Genesis again and reading. What am I doing? I am not just reading stories. I am searching the logos and hours I am digging the, the, the logos. I am trying my best to go deep and digging out the promises of God. I am searching them out. Man of God, 
woman of God. You have delayed for long. Man of God, woman of God, it has been long overdue you enjoy some promises. You see, there are things prayer will deliver, but there are things that it would take access into the promises of God to deliver them to you. Can I tell you something, please? Listen to this one very carefully. Listen to this one very carefully. When we talk about faith, faith is having access to the the promises of God. When you have access into the promises of God, that it it takes faith to access them. It takes faith to and when the promises of God are being understood from the revelational point of view, it makes your faith jump up. Your faith is ignited. Your faith sparks off. All because you have encountered something. Faith does not come by knowledge. Faith comes by revelation. And it is your revelation of the scripture that will give you access into the promises of God. Am I talking to somebody here? The Bible said that in Christ, the promises of God are yes and amen. All the promises of God in Christ are yes and amen. You see, promises are given to everyone by stories, but it is only handed over to you by revelation. All the promise, you see, God has many children. God has many sons. To them that believed and received him, he gave them the right to become the sons of God. So all of us are children of God. But listen, all the promises are given to all of us. But they are given to us by stories. Given by stories. Given by stories. But these same promises will only be handed over to you by revelation. Handed over by revelation. Given by stories. Handed by revelation. Given to you by stories. Handed over into your hand by revelation. Until you are able to go deep into revelation and tapping into scripture. There are things you will never receive. So listen, in the midst of coronavirus, in Romans chapter 8 verse 11, the Bible says that if the spirit of him that raised Jesus from the dead dwells in us, he that raised Christ Jesus from the dead will give life to our mortal bodies through the spirit that dwelleth in us. You see, John G. Lakes, an old-time missionary, went into the mission field. There was a pandemic, and these pandemics were killing people. John G. Lakes now went into the Bible, read the book of Romans chapter 8, verse 11. If the spirit of him that raised Jesus from the dead dwells in us, he that raised Christ from the dead will kick in our mortal body through the spirit that dwells in us. When he read this word, it was like story in his ears. But as he kept on meditating and reading and reading and reading the word, something jumped into his spirit. And that thing jumped into his said, Ah, if life enters into me by the spirit and this same life is what raised Jesus then it means that when virus comes into contact with me when bacteria and germs touches my skin they must die because what is in me is not just oxygen it is life 
then then the guy was making noise that i can no gems can touch my body no virus can touch they brought virus on his skin brought him under a microscope to look at the thing whether this thing the man is saying is true or not when the gems or the virus were observed under the microscope the, the 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 history tells us biography tells us that the viruses died in his hand anytime they put it on the skin they died all because you see these are realms when you listen to these things they look like stories but your access to them and the manifestation of the power of god will only come by revelation you see our time is up i want to release you now i want you to become a an addict of the word be a word addict be an addict of scripture you see man of god you have delayed for long you have not been reading the bible at all it, it is long overdue but i believe that tonight is your night tonight is your night somebody listen child of god I want to release you. You need to go all night reading the Bible. Enough of all night where we only do prayer. This is the time and the season you need to do all night. And your all night is not about praying. Your all night is about reading the word. You are digging some promises out. Am I talking to somebody? I want to release you. Go back. Be, you, you should be hungry for the word of God. Because it, the promises are not just in prayer. They are in the word. So I want to release you, child of God. Go back. Go hunt for the word. Like a lion hunts for fresh meat. As the deer pants for the waters. So my soul panted after thee. Go back and look for scripture. Go and look for the Holy Bible. It is not just an ordinary book. It is a supernatural book carrying the promises of God. It is full of scriptures. It is full of promises and blessings. But until you go deep and deep, you will not encounter the promise. The natural man cannot receive the things of God. They are naturally, they are spiritually discerned. Neither can he know them. The spiritual man, it takes the spiritual man to discern spiritual matters. Tonight, may the Lord release you into the realm of faith. As I release you into faith, may you go and search for the scripture. Romans chapter 10 verse 17. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. May the Lord release you into your feet. As you go, go hungry for them. Please go and look for their Bible and begin to search. One of the things I want to say to you, listen very carefully. Sometimes a person will have faith for something, but will not have faith for another thing. There are times you have so much faith when it comes to, you have faith for prosperity. In other words, you have read the Bible over and over, not only read, but you have seen deeper truth and revelation and deeper things that talks about prosperity and deeper rhema that speaks to your spirit 
about what prosperity is. As a result, you believe in the revelation and the promises of prosperity. And because of that, you walk in that faith. But sometimes the same person may not have faith for divine healing. So when the person falls sick, it is, it's as if he's going to die. So you see, sometimes somebody also in that same position, the same person may also not have faith when it comes to childbirth or being fruitful. Sometimes the same person may also not have faith when it comes to the principles of favor. So you see, there are times you have favor for one thing or a certain promise of God. You have faith for it, but there are times you will not have faith for other things. So listen, if something is not working in your life, this is the time you need to go and look for the scriptures and look for look through the Bible. Begin to search and find out what has God said about what you are going through. So if what you are going through has to do with disappointment, go and search the scripture and begin to find out what God has said about disappointment. It is time for you to go back to scripture and go and find out what God has said about favor, what God has said about divine health, what God has said about long life. It is time to go back to scripture and begin to find out from scripture what God has said about prosperity. It is when you are able to go and search them out that the things which are not working begins to work. Things which do not work begin to work because you start working in scripture. When you start working in scripture, things which do not work begins to work. If you lazy about in the word of God, you don't see things working. For things to work, you need to work the scripture by digging deep into the word. So as I end the sermon tonight, I want you to go back assess yourself assess your life assess your ministry assess your life your destiny what has not been going well go and look for the word and the revelation that talks about the situation you are going through it is when you have access into these things that things now begin to work may the lord bless you may the lord increase you wherever you are I begin to pray, if you can, that the spirit of faith shall begin to release and work in your life. Begin to pray for the spirit of faith. 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 I trust that God has blessed you with his word. Pray for the spirit of faith, that faith shall be released. Ma, 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 ma. Pray for the spirit of faith. Pray for the spirit of faith. My God, something is happening to somebody. My God, something is happening to somebody. Lift your voice and pray. Lift your voice and pray. Mandele babaya. Indele baba balabunda, randa la baba yande, yintele balabalaba. Pray for the spirit of faith. 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 Lift your voice and pray. Pray for the spirit of faith. In the name of Jesus. 
go and pray pray also begin to pray and ask god to give you the appetite for the word some of us the reason you cannot eat any ordinary food it is because you don't have appetite for the food what you need is appetite for the word begin to pray that lord give me an appetite for your word give me an appetite for your word in the name of jesus begin to pray pray for the appetite of god's word begin to pray for the appetite of the word of god that god give me a desire for your word a strong desire for scriptures a strong desire to know the promises of God. Lift your voice and begin to pray. In the name of Jesus. Manda balabaya. Randele bobo shakatakataya. Libababaya kelebabanda lababaya. In the balaba. Appetite for your word, O God. Appetite for your word, O God. My God. Appetite for your word, O 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 God. In the name of Jesus. Appetite for your word, O God. Appetite for your word, Lord. Mandala barabala balabalaba. Yindele baba. Ramayande. Landele banda. Randele banda. Randala balaba. Yintelebelebelebelebelebelebe. Indalebo. Sandala balaba. Rababa. Mayandala balaba. Malabalaba. Balabayandalaba. Indeleba kapa. Rabayanda. Malabalaba. Mandalaba. Ambalababa. Balabalabalabusha. Balabalabalaba. Yiketekele. In the name of Jesus. Our last prayer. The Bible said that and the eyes, he said that the spirit of revelation and the eyes of my understanding being enlightened. One of the things that makes you see the promises of God is when your eyes are open. You see, everybody can read. Everybody can read Genesis chapter 1. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Everybody can read. But sometimes you will read Genesis 1 verse 1. And the kind of things you will see in Genesis chapter 1 verse 1, somebody will read it 100 times and will not see. It is because your eyes have been opened. So we are praying unto God that, Oh God, from tonight, when I take the Bible and I begin to read, open my eyes. Let me see the wondrous things of your law. The Bible said, Thou hast made me wiser than my teachers by your word oh god may the light of heaven open my eyes to the wondrous things of your open my eyes to see the mysteries of your word let the eyes of my heart be enlightened somebody begin to pray let the eyes of my heart be enlightened. Let the eyes of my heart be enlightened in the name of Jesus. Let the eyes of my heart be enlightened. Let the eyes of my heart, oh God, open the eyes of my heart. Open my eyes. From today when I pick the Bible, may I see mysteries. May I see mysteries. May I see mysteries. In the name of Jesus, lift your voice and pray. Maya katabalaba.
Mayandala balaba. O polo bolo 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 sakataka. Piataka taka balaba balaba. I palaba la balaba lala. Ma balaba laba sabalaba laba. Mataka la balaba balaba balaba. Masataka taka taka Open my eyes to see wondrous things of your law in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit, in Jesus' mighty name. Father, I thank you. Lord, I give you glory. Lord, I give you praise. I thank you, Lord, for what you have done and what you are doing in the lives of your people. I pray for everyone under the sound of my voice. I pray for a strong hunger and appetite for your way. That as the deer pants for the waters, so may our soul pants and long for the, the deeper content of your word. Draw us into the deep riches and the revelation, the treasures in the word. Open our eyes to see mysteries. I pray for somebody under the sound of my voice, any skills on your eyes that prevent you from accessing the promises of God. May your eyes be open. 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 In the name of Jesus, I cast every skill on your eye. From tonight, may your appetite for the word of God be elevated. May you see things that are hidden. And I pray that may your faith comes alive. Anytime you open the word, may your faith be built on the promises of God. And may you assess anything that is not working in your life. I pray if you are under the sound of my voice and you are sick in any part of your body, by his stripes we are healed. I command every infirmity to disappear in the name of Jesus. Be healed by the power of God. Be healed by the power of God. Let there be healing from the crown of your head to the sole of your feet. Be healed. Be strengthened. May the paralyzed be begin to walk. May those in the wheelchairs begin to walk now. May those on the sick beds rise up from their mats and begin to walk. In the name of Jesus, what you couldn't do, begin to do them now. In the name of the Lord Jesus, I declare you healed by the power of God. In Jesus' mighty name. Father, we thank you. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. God bless you so much. By the grace of God, I will come your way again on Monday to bring you the next dimension and the next level of Healing Room Faith Series. May the Lord bless you in Jesus' name. If you are listening to us on Facebook, please help us. The message of God must go far. So when you are gone off, please try your best and share this video. Just go to the video and just share it like that. Share and share. If possible, you can copy the link and send it to all your contacts. Share and tag people. May God bless us all. In Jesus' name, amen. Bye-bye.